just do it. Honestly, if I thought about half the stuff I did, I would never do anything. Wow. So just jump in. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Joining me today is Kelly Glover from the Talent Squad. Kelly, how are you? I am so well. How are you? I can't believe it. I wasn't expecting to see you in New York City, and then I found out you live here. And for some reason, I thought you were in California. At some point, you were living in California. Is that? Yeah. I lived in Hollywood for a few years, went okay. back to Sydney, and now I'm living in the lower, I'm living in the East Village. Yes. So, so that accent, as you mentioned, that's from New Jersey, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's right. Okay, cool. <laughs> the New Jersey part. Wait a minute. Okay. Of Australia. Well, California, then back to Australia? What yes. happened there? I don't know that story. Uh, I got weight loss surgery, so I've yes, lost yes, 200 yes. pounds. So you I did, did that in Australia. And now I'm back on deck, so it's taken me, it'll be two years in January. Oh, let's go back to that. Okay, now, I don't. I do not want to not talk about that. All right, when we first met, you were- 325 pounds. You were pounds. much heavier. Yeah. And then next time I see you, I mean, you, you were a complete new, completely new woman. Oh, wait, was that this year? Uh, oh, last year, well, last year at Podcast Movement in Anaheim. One of the times I saw you, yeah. Anaheim, Anaheim, maybe? yeah. So my goodness, what? I mean, first of all, congratulations. And then secondly, let, let's hear about that. What? What's the thing that made you say, okay, this is time, it's time to, you know, make some serious changes. And I mean, you followed through with that big time. So I want to yeah. hear that story. So I was a plus size blogger. I had a podcast, Big Curvy Love, that went along with my blog. Right. And I was like, I'm not famous. I wasn't a famous person, but I, you know, I had about 15,000 followers in that area. Yeah. And then I just got a few health issues and went, you know mm-hmm. what, this is just too much now. I was waking myself up in the middle of the night, so I think I might have had sleep apnea. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, it's just hard to get upstairs. It all just became a bit much, and I'm like, okay. It took me two years to get the decision point, and then I chose to get something called the vertical gastric sleeve, VSG for short, and it's where they cut out 80% of your stomach. Oh, my goodness. So Was that scary for you? or? Um, Not, but no, I I didn't even feel scared on the day. I was fine, but I'd prepared myself for two years. So I knew it was the right it was the right decision for me at the time. Kelly, forgive me. I didn't I didn't address or introduce my co-host for today's episode, Jacqueline Wayans. Jacqueline, how are you? I'm so fine. Glad to be with you. It's a, it's an interesting story. So I'm glad. Continue, please. All right, <laughs> Jacqueline. Now we know that Jacqueline's here. All right. So, so um, okay, you had the surgery. Yes. And then what what was that transition like post surgery? So it's. It's a huge journey and I feel like I'm my own science experiment, honestly. I'm watching what's going on, but it's all new for me as well. So there's things that weren't expected on both sides of the fence. So it's pretty interesting. It's super interesting. How long has it been now? So it was January of 2016. So it'll be two years in January 2018. So yeah, 335 down to what? See, I'm not... I'll be honest, I'm not great at the pounds, so I get confused. And then with all the maths, I think I'm 125, so it might be, that's 210 pounds, right? Right. Yeah. And no more problems going upstairs, no more body and joint pain. Um, You're more tired after having this, which surprised me, but I went up, the elevator was taking too long the other day, so I went upstairs and it was the fifth floor, double flights of stairs, and I got to the top and I was fine. That would never have happened before. I would have been up one half flight and be almost dropping dead of a heart attack. So, <laughs> well, I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah. So there's little wins. Well, one of the things that, that's incredible as well is, okay, yes, the weight loss is, I mean, that that's a podcast right there. But you've also started a business. 
a successful, moderately successful. I think that's fair to say. Yep. So let's talk about that. What in the world? You're like, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to transform my body and I'm going to go be an entrepreneur that's doing all these awesome things. So let's hear that story. Well, it wasn't a decision to be an entrepreneur and I don't even feel like I am an entrepreneur. But I was working as um, a senior podcast producer for a women's network in Australia, Mamma Mia. So I did a few branded podcasts for them that were quite successful, some award-winning. I was working for a guest booking agency that took all their people in-house and I wasn't living in America at the time. So I thought, you know what, I can't rely on other people for work anymore. I've got all these, you know, I've been in media for 17 years, 10 years in commercial radio. So I thought I'll just go out on my own because sure, I'm, you know then I can be responsible for myself and my own income. So that's what I've been doing. And now I've got people working for me instead of me working for other people, which is pretty great. But, but tell us about the business because there's going to be some people who don't know about it. So the Talent Squad is, I consider myself to be a podcast talent booker. So if you are a guest expert, we get you booked on podcasts. But I'm also finding a lot of my business is coming from people with shows who want me to book people on their shows. So I'm working with music labels and, you know, people that are ex-serious that are former radio hosts that are now getting into the podcasting realm and brands like Spartan Race. So yeah, I've got some pretty good shows that I'm booking guests on, which is pretty amazing. That's amazing. And, you know, I actually of- use services like that myself for my television and my radio show. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So where do you find these talented people that you're referring so oh, where do I find the guests to book on the shows? It depends. So if I'm booking Oscar winners and A-list talent, then I'll need to go through their agencies. So yeah, you don't just call up, I don't know, Cindy Lauper and go, hey, Cindy, do you want to come on a podcast? You have to, you know, there's levels of people that you have to Unless go Unless you through. meet her in Soho and huh? you just, just run into her on Soho, then maybe you can do it that way. Yeah. Well, that's true. You are. I'm surprised at who I've been running into lately. So that's pretty fascinating. And then other ways, you just reach out to the people directly depending on who they are and what level of talent they are and what if they're more of an industry expertise, that's different to somebody that's represented. You know, maybe if it's somebody on Bravo, so you've got to figure out who you need to reach out to. It's, yeah, it's, inter- it's an interesting business and process for sure. Well, this business didn't happen overnight. So let's kind of talk through the idea to kind of get going and now to the point where it's, you know, starting to thrive a bit. So I've had the skills, so I didn't really need to learn the skills. It was just putting them in action. And then a, a lot of my, actually, all of the people that come to me are from referrals. So I did have a booth at Podcast Movement for the last two years. And I've been for the last three years. So I have been, you know, I've been in that world for, I've been working full-time in podcasting paid for five years. So that to me in this industry is, I feel a high level of achievement to be able to say that. And then I've been podcasting since 2007 when I was in community radio, but that was when you, at that stage in podcasting, you basically just took the songs and anything out and put the audio up online. So just seeing the change in podcasting, and seeing the change in podcast movement and who goes there over the last three years has been pretty fascinating. Did you have any challenges monetizing and really making it an entrepreneurial success for yourself? No, I started charging straight away for my services. And that's because I'd had the history of doing this and there was already a precedent set by other businesses. So I've been, yeah, the challenge that I've had has been increasing my rates and knowing the level of what to charge. Because people think I can do it myself. I don't need that. Why should I pay for it? 
And I absolutely get that. And you can do it yourself, but it's how long does it take? And, you know, I've booked a couple of thousand podcasts, interviews over my career already. So I've already got a huge mental Rolodex where you have to start from zero. And so where I can, yeah, you know what? I might be able to send one email and book that guest, but you might have to figure out who that person is, go through a whole, you know, finding, vetting, sourcing, 60, 100, how many podcasts, then contacting them. So it depends. Yeah. Like I can mow my lawn, but I ain't going to do it. <laughs> I love that. It's absolutely true though, because you spend so much time, especially if you're a startup yourself, right? You're the one man show. So you're doing the pre-production work, the production work, maybe even the editing. So that takes a little piece of the puzzle out of it. A little of the stress is relieved by having someone like you come along and, and solve that problem for us. Yeah, and I have a lot of, like I said, a mental, I call it a mental database or a mental Rolodex where I'll have ideas that you won't have. And I've met a lot of people and I already know if they're a great guest or not. But also people can do it themselves. Like you don't have to wait to get someone like me to book a guest on your show or to book yourself on somebody else's show. Just know that there's legwork and time involved. Yeah, but you absolutely, like nothing should stop you from doing that. Uh, so, Kelly, you, you don't do all this yourself. There's no way. I mean, you, you, you no. have a lot going on, and now you have a group or a team. Yes. So what was that like going from, okay, I'm going to do this myself, and now all of a sudden, oh, no, I've got to have help. What was that like for you? So I like to work with people that have worked in commercial radio. That's the background that I come from, and I like to work with producers. I feel like we've got a completely different mind, and we look at it from a perspective as a producer, and there's a lot that goes into that. So my team have that background. Rebecca Fawcett is, she's also an Australian. She lives in Hollywood. So we've got the East Coast and the West Coast covered now. And she was a radio producer for many years. So she's got that background as well. So again, we come with pre-vetted roller, talent Rolodexes and also working with our clients. So it's not just booking, we work with them in different ways. So yeah, you're just nodding away there, Jared. That does not translate to audio. <laughs> you gotta make sound, man. You gotta I make love sound. your accent. I say that every time. I just love it. It makes me so happy. I always find that interesting how we hear each other's accents and dialects. And within New York City, we hear the boroughs, right? We can hear if you're from Brooklyn or if you're from the Bronx, it all comes out. Yeah. I don't know if I can necessarily identify the different accents. Like I recognize that they are different, but now my new game is every time I get in an Uber is where's that accent from? So I try to get them to talk a bit and figure it out. And then I'll start asking the questions to narrow it down. So it's like my own little Uber accent. I call it the Uber accent game show that I just play with myself and the driver. They don't know that they're in the game show, but they are. My score is not very good now, but by the time, you know, by the time I go back to Australia, I want to be able to hashtag nail it. <laughs> Kelly, let's turn the tables on Jacqueline, just 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 for the fun of the show. Let's do it, Jacqueline. Right, all right, Jacqueline. so so Kelly, I'm gonna open it up here. What do you want to learn about Jacqueline? First of all, tell us about JC Way Productions for okay. those of us that don't know. Well, it sounds very fancy, but it's basically an LLC that I started in 2016 to really carry my shows. So I started with radio blog talk radio, a phone and a computer and a really passionate idea to help people who were pursuing a dream, but were going through like a really stalled place in life and they didn't know how to get to this dream. Starting to interview people who had gone through crisis, gone through challenges and hearing how they were able to get through it themselves. So it's very motivational, very self-help, even a little bit faith-based. And uh, that was my first show. And then it segues to a television show, which is now Don't Give Up and Win. And we've got another show that's in pre-production now called Precious Metal. So it's, we're growing, expanding, but I, I'm 
challenge with the idea of monetization and like moving from hobby to amateur to professional, right? To really doing this well. And so that's what's exciting about the world of podcasts is that you can come into a podcast pretty much with just a passionate idea. And then you can develop and become a true podcaster that makes this a part of your livelihood as well as, you know, expanding out into television and all kinds of interesting things. So, yeah. So how can we watch your show? So I am on public access here in New York City. So that's MNN and BronxNet. And I'm also on YouTube. And I'm looking forward to expanding out and, and getting distribution. That's part of the reason why I'm at NAM. Are you any relation to the Wayans oh, family and brothers? Of course it is. That's the first question you're, I wanted to ask, but I felt like I should wait. You're only the second person to ask through the two days, which I think is remarkable, which is really wonderful. So, Hello. In- People ask me if I'm related to Danny Glover. I'm like, yeah, he's my dad. Of course I'm going to be asking. It would be a disservice to our audience if I didn't ask that question. Yeah, so so the, the, the answer is anytime you see that spelling, W-A-Y-A-N-S, there's always a relation because it was a created name by the great-great-grandfather after war, right? So he actually created the name. So whenever you see that, there's a relationship somehow. Yeah, okay. So I need the bloodline in the family tree. I'm going to Wendy Williams you. Oh, you are. You're not going to let me get off that easy. No, I'm right? not. That doesn't okay. tell me anything. I know. That's that's why it's my standard New York City answer. Is okay. he, is one of the Wayans brothers your sibling? No. My, cousin. My, my former husband, that's his, uh, his cousins, their dad's brothers, Uncle Howell and Uncle Paul. I'm just because I'd like so. a date with one of their family because oh, they seem like a cool family to get into. So there are ulterior motives. You know, they're cool and they're a lot of fun, but I think most of them are taken. Yeah, so. I know. You think I've oh. researched this already? <laughs> of course I have. Yeah, I'm a bit nervous, actually, for you, Jacqueline. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Ladies, uh, as much as I don't want to, we're going to start to close it down. And I am going to go back to Jacqueline. We'll start with Jacqueline, then we'll close with you. I love to ask. Uh, first of all, where can people connect with you online? We kind of touched on that, but specific place. And then your final thought. We'll start with you, Jacqueline. Where can people connect with you and your final thought? Wonderful. So I would really love people to go to my YouTube page. And it's uh, Jackie Wayans. And it's J-A-C-Q-U-I-E. And Wayans like the Wayans Brothers, as was disclosed here just now. Just type that in and you get everything from me singing to the television shows, to the books that I've written, and it, it's all there. And I, I love people, so definitely reach out. You're a media magnet. Magnate, not magnet, like the one you put on the fridge, magnate. And, and, and she's humble. Yeah. It's like Jay Hard Productions. I watch The Voice. I know what's going on. It's JC Productions. <laughs> I got it. Oh, Kelly, how about yourself? You can reach me at thetalentsquad.com. And I also have the podcast guest kit, so you can DIY if you want to download it. I've made it into all these um, forms and workbooks, and you can DIY. As they should. And final thoughts? Oh, gosh. Nike already took that one. Just do it. Honestly, if I thought about half the stuff I did, I would never do anything. Wow. So just jump in. Uh, So first of all, I want to say thank you, Jacqueline, for being very (laughs) cool to just jump in here and uh, do this with us. Uh, How was your co-hosting experience? I loved it. Thank you. Thank you for pulling me in. You're very good at it. And then, of course, Kelly, uh, your story is very inspirational. Congratulations on all your success. 
Thank you. I look forward to seeing you at Podcast Movement 2019 in Orlando. Yes. Thank you again, ladies. Thank you.